It's Friday the 13th, which is spooky, it's scary, it's dusk. There's all kinds of people dressed in witch garb walking around Fenton for some reason at the moment. Um, but what's not scary is the Michigan mailbag, nor is Michigan's opponent on Saturday. So we're going to get into it. Lockdown Wolverines podcast, Michigan mailbag. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Friday. We're back and doing it. Locked On Wolverines Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wired. Let's get right into it, starting with our victors valiant, James Crudup at James Crudup 6, or leaders and best, rather. <laughs> leaders and best, then victors valiant. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what two or three players have surprised you the most so far this season? What happened to Jimmy Rolder? I haven't seen him even in garbage time this year. Is he injured? With Rolder, I know he was injured, but I haven't even seen him in street close. I don't really know. I don't really know what's going on with Jimmy Rolder. Um, but no, I, and he hasn't been on any of the, the things, so I guess it's probably a good time to ask, try to find out. Try to find out tomorrow, see if I can remember that. The two or three players that have surprised me the most this season... I don't know that there's anyone's necessarily super surprised me. I guess Donovan by the fact that he hasn't been kind of up to speed. Kyle Mullings hasn't really surprised me. We talked a lot about him in spring. Um, I'm trying to think who who's really surprised me. I mean, I guess Keon Sab would be the best because I didn't think he was necessarily. I, I had him kind of behind Zeke Barry. Now Zeke Barry has been injured, so. Um, I I had him kind of behind that. I I thought that maybe we might see. Uh, maybe even Caden Colasar above above him, I'm just for the sake of experience and such. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't think anyone's necessarily surprised me. I think this has gone pretty much as expected. And I know that seems like a cop-out, but, I mean, I kind of said that before the season. I said, if they play up to expectations, because people have asked, who, who would be your surprise player? I'm like, there's no one I feel like is a surprise player. Right? Roman Wilson, what he's doing is something I've been saying for a very long time. Cornelius, I guess, has surprised me because he's finally kind of taken that step forward to some degree. Josh Barra, Jadiki, who's the guest you want for the podcast you haven't been able to get on yet? Well, I know that someone keeps on asking for Jason Avant. I just haven't reached out to him. I've told him, like, hey, let's have you on the podcast. And he said, sure. Just haven't arranged a time and a date. It's kind of difficult because, I, I mean, oh, Rich Eisen is the one. We've, I've talked to Rich Eisen about doing the podcast, and he said yes. The problem is I probably need to reach out to him directly because I went through his agency because it's where I used to work, United Talent Agency, and they just were like, yeah, not right now. So we'll, I'll reach out to Rich directly at some point. We'll, we'll wait, I think. Maybe that would be a good post-Ohio State. Try to see if we can get him on again. Uh, not again, but get him on. Uh, I've I asked him... I guess just, I, I think I just asked him at the Fiesta Bowl. I, I haven't seen him since 2016. We've had a little back and forth here and there on Twitter, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll work to, to get him on. Taylor Lewan is someone that we, he and I keep on talking about making it happen. And then like we said before Nebraska week and I forgot. And then we said after Nebraska week and I still forgot. Um, but most everyone we've gotten on, I mean, we've gotten Desmond Howard on. Um, so, I mean, that, that was kind of the big one. I will say at one point I was, <laughs> I was really pushing to get Urban Meyer on. 
And I know a lot of you probably would hate that. Michigan certainly would hate that. I just was like, it would be pretty cool to get his, like, to understand what, you know, he thinks of Michigan and uh, all of that and just try to get that all, like, kind of wrapped up. But, I mean, otherwise, we, we've, we've had giant guests on here, you know? We've had Joel Clapp multiple times. We've had, uh, you know, we've had Desmond Howard, as mentioned. We, we, we've had so many giant guests on the show. My brother in metal, Michael Wolf at MWolf21, as good as Michigan has been in the last two years, do you believe there's still another gear they can hit? Uh, absolutely. I, I think that they, if they, I mean, right now their offense is not like going nuts, right? Like it, it's, it hasn't necessarily had to. I think that they absolutely could. I, we haven't really seen a lot of the big explosive plays either. Now that's not really their style. It's kind of like a West Coast offense for the most part. But I mean, there is absolutely another gear that can be hit defensively. I don't know that there is. I think defensively, it's pretty solid so far. Do you think the guys have been coached or made the decision to take less chances to stay healthy for the end of the season games? Guys are avoiding contact if they can. It does seem like that because, yeah, it does seem like you're seeing guys running out of bounds instead of fighting for more yards. Plus, I think that helps in, in minimizing term, turnovers as well. Jimmy Whitner at Jimmy Whitner 1. What side of the ball offense or defense has improved the most since spring camp? Defense, I would say. Um, and I mean, even in in fall camp because the offense was ahead of the defense. And I think we can all agree. The defense looks ahead of the offense at the moment. Number two, what are your expectations going into the next two games? I don't know about Michigan state. I want to see what they look like against Rutgers. Cause it sounds like they're going to play cat and Hauser. They played Iowa tough, tougher than I think I expected, but I want to see like, do they, if they get beat by Rutgers, then I mean, this is a team that's pretty much given up on life. I mean, that's not to say I think Rutgers, I mean, Michigan would tell you they think Rutgers is better than Michigan State, but I think that that would help them give up on life. So I don't really know. what. So what I want, I want to see is just more of the same for the most part. Um, tomorrow might be a little difficult because it might be rainy and who knows how rainy. It might just be, you know, could just be sprinkling, could be rain in the forecast, no rain. That happens quite often. Could be complete downpour. And that would certainly could change up the game plan in-game. Number three, tell Zuri I said hi. I'd call her in here, but I closed the door because I didn't shut off the TV. So, uh, I will do. Uh, Jonathan Joseph at jjoseph2156. What do you project the Harbaugh contract to look like? We got a couple of these questions. Um, I will uh, continue to address them. So, I'll just add kernels, I guess. I mean, the one thing that I, I, that I think we can expect for sure is that it will he'll be the highest paid coach in the Big Ten. So, James Franklin's got a pretty big contract, but I would expect him to do that. We'll, we'll, I'll add years and different stuff uh, at the later question just to, just to make sure everyone kind of gets included here. And, uh, well, Zuri opened the door, so she is here for Jimmy. Well, kind of, but she's underneath the desk. Come here, Zuri. Come here. Come on the camera for Jimmy Whitner. There she is, Jimmy. We've got, we got a little puppy in the, in the action here. Um, <laughs> she's pushing my chair back. Finishing us out in segment one, Spencer Whitmore at Spencer Whitmore. Does your company expense your travel or do you get stipends? Just curious as I travel a ton for work and not how sure, not sure how it works for you. No, USA Today does not cover anything, nor does Lockdown. Um, I am basically the only one that does all of the traveling. Uh, I've been told there are more people with Lockdown that do, but at uh, USA Today, no, n- n- none of the writers go to like away games and stuff like that. 
Uh, I'm the because I'm an old school beat writer and they didn't uh, keep that model like I was one of the first sites so it was like I think that was the plan and the goal and it just didn't end up going that way um, at 24 7 yeah they covered everything but for me it's it's worth it to go not just for credibility and closeness to the team uh, and being able to kind of usually I get to have I didn't either the last two weeks I get to have a lot of really good conversations and kind of learn a lot of stuff I uh, haven't had that uh, but uh, usually it pays for itself. Not always, but usually just have the content you get and going to the post-game press conference on the road. And it, just because you don't have nearly as many people traveling, it, it pays for itself. So it's worth going. All right, we're going to continue on with the Victor's Valiant. <laughs> Got that right this time. In just a moment. Before we do, snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. It, they pay you instantly. That's the amazing part. There's a wide range of betting options, including over-unders, player props, spreads, much, much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off NFL season. I mean, it's kicked off, but kick it off again. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. All right, on to the Victor's Valiance. Start with uh, one of the pastors at my church, Josh Wiegand, at Josh D. Wiegand. Thoughts on Harbaugh's contract? Does it get done during the bye week? Uh, so I'll answer the latter part. Um, yes, I do. I think that's, that's kind of what I've been pointing to. Um, who was asking me? There, there was some, some, I was talking to, oh, it was when we had Nicole Auerbach on the other day and she off air, she was like, what do you think is going to happen? I said, I think it'll get done during the bye week That's the time that it makes most sense. Cause he doesn't have to be quite as focused on football as a pressing week in week matter. So I do think it will get done during the bye week That is what I feel. I mean, maybe we'll be surprised it gets done before that. Maybe we'll be at the game tomorrow and they'll announce it and I won't be able to do anything about it because I'll be on the field. Who knows exactly? But yeah, that's my thought. Athir Cotter at Athir Cotter 1. Okay, I got a good question. Why our running game, not what to be like last year, is something has to do with getting JJ early involved. Thanks, my bro. Love the Go Blue. Um, it. Well, number one, uh, I mean... A while ago, we had Trevor Sikama on a couple weeks ago, and he said that guys aren't really making guys mix, miss as much. Um, it's starting to kind of get into into that. They're just not hitting the home runs. I mean, they're still running like at a pretty good clip. They're just not hitting those big home runs. And just like Jim Harbaugh said, like that's not normal that they did what they were doing last year, last kind of two years. Like that's not normal that every game you have one big long run at least. Um, but uh, give it time. And I think the offensive line took a couple weeks to kind of get going. And that's why we've seen some longer runs the last two weeks. Um, last three weeks, really. So, I mean, I don't think it's, it's just, it's what happened last year, basically, as Jim Harbaugh would say, is not sustainable. And they've just kind of fallen back down to earth. But they're happy with the way things are going. I mean, they're carrying, what, like five yards per carry at that, if that. Um, uh, we can look it up real, real fast. Real, real fast, just to be able to, so average, so Michigan is uh, ranked 26th, averaging 5.07 yards per carry. Man, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, they're doing it, they're doing a pretty good job, right? Like, they're, they're not the top Big Ten team, 
Uh, looks like Kentucky has that. Oregon's averaging seven yards a carry, joining the Big Ten. But Michigan's ahead of everyone else that's currently in the Big Ten. Nebraska used to be the number one team overall. And keeping in mind, like, once they've gotten into garbage time, it hasn't necessarily been more breakout, right? Like, when they put in, like, C.J. Stokes and some of these other guys, Leon Franklin, it hasn't necessarily been, like, quite as much. So it's been kind of dragging things down to some degree. Because when it comes to yards per game, Michigan's actually 38th. But yards per carry, they're up much higher. And uh, to look at, like, so Blake Corum's at 5.95. 5. Donovan is starting to get tick up at 3.47. Uh, Kalel Mullings has got 6.39. JJ McCarthy's got 6.65. Uh, but then you look at like Leon Franklin, three, Tavier Dunlap, 4.2. Um, CJ Stokes, two, Cole Cabana, three, Henry Donahue, three, Benjamin Hall, who's had two carries, averaged uh, one per. So um, that's, that's a big part of it. All right, continuing on, James Kovaleski, Kovaleski at Coach underscore Kova. When people think of the Heisman pose, many think may think of Desmond Howard's iconic pose, but it's fairly different than the actual trophy. Would you be in favor of modernizing the trophy to portray uh, Howard's pose? Ed Smith from now defunct NYU football pose for the current trophy in 1935. I mean, absolutely, because that is what everybody thinks of, right? It's kind of, I you know, like at you know whenever we even have like a pick it's always with the leg up and and all of that and if you look at the current picture it's not right he's just kind of got one foot in front of the other and his arm out so yeah it's that would be pretty cool i think that you know that's what people know Desmond Howard for and when they think Heisman trophy they do think that pose the Recon Raider at Hamstand 87 will don transfer no and i don't think it cuz his issue isn't like a lack of carries good thing we're on this I mean, he's got 22, sorry, 32 less carries than Blake Corum. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they thought to do equal, but Blake Corum kind of had more success. It's kind of more on the fact that he is not, he's just not producing, right? Blake's averaging 13.83 carries a game. Donovan's averaging 8.3. So, um, it's it's more of his production. It's not like a scenario where they're not playing him. Right? It's so. No, I don't think he would transfer. Clark at Blue for Life 8. If Michigan and Harbaugh get an extension finalized, do you think he is done flirting with the NFL for a couple of years or do you expect to happen every offseason? I think he's done. I've long said that. I think he's done. I think the last year of the flirting with the NFL, I mean, he was offered the job and turned it down. Denver Broncos, it was strictly to get what he wanted from Michigan. So I do think he was earnest in 2021 when he said this is done, but I think he also recognized, like, I have an opportunity to get NIL stuff and all that kind of thing, get my new contract going, you know. But, no, I think he's done. Will it be a rumor every year? Absolutely it will be. Jacob Shavaria at Shavaria. We give a play-by-play from when the clock struck zero and the fans started to storm the field when Michigan beat OSU in 2021. Did security try to stop it? Did you get trampled before 2021 was last time fans stormed the field? What's, uh, and then what's the contract you would like to offer, Jim? Uh, I have another contract question, so I'll get to that later. And I can't answer that, honestly, because I wasn't on the field. I was up in the press box for that game. So I don't know. Uh, I've never been at a Michigan game when people have stormed the field. I've only been at rival games, two Ohio State games, an Iowa game, uh, I think are the only ones my recollection 
Perry Mitchell at Perry Mitchell 08. I asked this last year, and you said it was too early, and maybe it was. So I'll ask again at this point, is Mason Graham a problem for every team that isn't the Wolverines? 100%. It, that became very evident. It's been evident so far this year. I believe he's the top-rated PFF guy uh, overall when it comes to, uh, at least for Michigan, not, not overall. Overall. But let's see. Defensive interior grades. 159 teams. Well, he's the number two guy in the country. Grades out after four games of play for him. Some as many as seven. He's the number two graded defensive interior player in the entire country. Chris Jenkins is number eight. Tyler Williams from Ohio State's number 13. Zane Durant for Penn State is number 19. Kenneth Grant is number 26. So... Note that that's important to note, right? Like out of all these, all these teams in the, in the conference around and all that Michigan's you might, you know, yeah. Okay. You got Mason Graham and Kenneth and Chris Jenkins are both ahead of the, the next like against uh, over Ohio state's top guy and Penn state's top guy. And then right behind them, you have Kenneth Grant. I mean, that's rarefied air not to use the uh, 20 to 2023 recruiting slogan. Uh, I'm not the one at William Cawthorn nine. Do you think our second team offense and defense could win the big 10 West? Oh, I see. I read that as the big 10 earlier. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, would it be close against like Wisconsin? Absolutely. Maybe even Iowa, but yeah, I think at the moment, you know, especially the way they played the last two weeks. Yeah. I think they could big 10 East. No, but the West. Yeah. Didn't we get a kicker tra- uh, transfer kicker from Mississippi state? Yes. Hudson Hollenbeck, but he's just kind of waiting his turn, right? He was the, he's a second-year player, so he'll get he'll get out there when it's his time. Doctor JT PhD at Vonta JT, who are the best players on the scout team? I don't want to pretend like I know. We haven't talked about them. Normally, we talk about them during the bye week. Bye weeks in a couple weeks, so ask that one again. Leon Adams at LL Adam. Am I overreaching when I think the pass defense has struggled this year? When we look at stats, they are a top team, but a lot of blown coverages. Hopefully the back end of the defense gets better as they get healthy. You're overreacting. They, yeah, they've had a couple. They, they have had literally a handful of blown coverages. Um, let's go to PFF. I think, I mean, we're already there. So uh, I think that that's, um, that will be a good indicator. Teams, coverage, Michigan's 18th in the country. Yes, they're behind a couple uh, teams that you don't want to necessarily be behind. Iowa's number two, Ohio State's number five. So, uh, but they're 18th. They're ahead of North Carolina and Penn State and Maryland and Rutgers and Washington and Notre Dame and USC and Oklahoma and Clemson and Florida State. So they're they're doing they're doing all right. They have a coverage grade of 91. So Ohio State's at 92. Or sorry, 92.6. But, you know, I mean, some of the some of the balloon coverages have happened in garbage time. Um, some of them is just they're 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 in the wrong defense, as Jim Harbaugh has said sometimes. I mean, it's so no, I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, let's see where are we at. Michigan's armchair quarterback at armchair QB underscore UM. Does Jack Tuttle throw one or two touchdowns against Indiana? Well, if, it, if it's super rainy tomorrow, then maybe none. But yeah, I hope I hope to see him throw a couple touchdowns. I hope that they make him the only the only backup that goes in the game because you know what a thrill that would be to go and play against his former team that way. 
And then if they end up playing Utah, which that would be a disaster because Utah's not super great, <laughs> then that would be the other one because he played there as well. Anton says, Smita Mangala, Smita Mangala. Uh, I saw there's a scenario where an undefeated ACC team could be left out of the conference championship game. Additionally, next year, there's a scenario with five undefeated Big Ten teams going into the championships. I know I'm really, uh, in reality, stuff usually works out. I don't really have a response, but yeah, I mean, it could. There'll be tiebreakers and stuff like that. But yeah, certainly, especially, you know, if Michigan makes it through its schedule, you know, and then you're going to see three big teams uh, or four big teams that uh, whatever, like say Michigan makes it through its schedule, Penn State makes it through its schedule, and you see, well, UCLA I think plays Penn State. I don't know. There's probably some some scenarios there. Uh, chaos and what ifs are more fun. How would the league handle this scenario? Again, they'd have a series of tiebreakers just like they do right now. Also, how does Michigan get the backup long snappers some game time experience? Well, they did last year when he got to uh, when he got to play. Greg Tarr got to play in in lieu of uh, William Wagner, who had torn his ACL. So there's that. Uh, so Wagner's probably not going to cede that, especially as a senior, uh, willingly. Rich Nelson at Rich Nelson one. Do you think Harbaugh finishing us out? By the way, Harbaugh, Sharon Moore go out of their way to get AJ Barner targets or even a TD against his former team? Yeah, I think so. Probably. I hope so. Again, I'm all for seeing that type of thing happen, but. Getting more guys into the end zone just for a confidence standpoint would be good, right? Colston Loveland finally got in this last week. It'd be good to see more guys kind of get into that. Um, also, how are the allergies since starting uh, Allermy? Because uh, he, he was kind enough to uh, refer me to this service that uh, would hopefully help me with the field stuff. So I got to try it at Minnesota. I think only Minnesota, not Nebraska. Maybe it was both. I think it was just Minnesota. So far, so good, but Mich- like Michigan, I don't know how Minnesota's field affected, you know, normally affects me. Sometimes field turf doesn't affect me at different places. Michigan, I feel like, has more rubber. We'll find out tomorrow because I'm not taking any Benadryl. I'm just using the Allermy. So we'll see. All right, we're going to continue on here in just a moment with the Blue Crew. Before we do that, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you've got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. If you want your company to win its national championship, be the best company of its kind out there, you need the right people to be able to do that. In order to do so, LinkedIn Jobs is your key. It's so easy to create a job on LinkedIn Jobs. Once you do, you can add the purple hashtag for hiring frame to let everyone know that you are hiring. You can spread the word on your LinkedIn profile. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. You can have your own transfer portal, just like Michigan used it to go and get all of the guys that are going to help them get over the hump, win a national championship. You dip, you can dip into your own transfer portal to help your company do exactly the same. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to for free and they do so faster so post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply all right we're to the blue crew we're gonna that we've got a ton of questions left so we're gonna lightning round this as much as possible nathan Knowles at no 41421 when ohio state beats michigan they get 
a golden pants pin does michigan hand out pins if they win or do they do something different they do something different it's like um i don't think it's a pin i don't it's like a metal yeah it's like a metal it, it it's a little bit different every time i don't really remember what's on it i just know that they give out like a metal um but yeah they do they do have a tradition that started under jim harbaugh that didn't exist before bias wolverine at d1 hater of osu why is michigan so good well it's the trench play, having a quarterback that is not just efficient, but it, obviously ecstatic, an amazing run game. They can control the clock. Uh, the front seven can can really put pressure, and even though they aren't getting the st- uh, stats, they're, it's, it's helping kind of force teams into plays that they don't want to be in. They're winning generally two phases, if not all three phases of the game every week. Bowling Green, they they lost special teams, but other than that, they they won the other two phases of the game. Paul H. Lauren at Paul H. Lauren, what would the team look like? And B, if those players who would have been drafted took that choice. Mm, I mean, you still would add J.J. McCarthy, Donovan Edwards. You still had some good players, so maybe the growing pains would have it would have been taken a little bit longer, but with the teams that are on the schedule, Michigan would have been just fine. I would just would find out more at, just like we are now like what is this team once they play Penn State, Maryland and Ohio State. Adam at Pastor H20. Uh what who are the top most likely candidates from the Big 10 West to play us in the championship? Who would you enjoy us playing the most? Uh I don't really care about the teams in the West. Wisconsin would be the number 1. I want to see Wisconsin. I wanted to see Iowa when it was going to be, you know, potentially Cade uh and Eric All. I mean, they're still in contention. I think there's a lot of teams still in. I think pretty much everyone's still in contention at the moment. I mean, it's still really early in the Big Ten play, but I would say Wisconsin and uh, Iowa are probably the only two likely ones. But weirder things have happened. I think I feel like we we've we've thought that at some point, like last year, and then Purdue ends up getting in. Uh, let's see. Aaron, 44-time big champs, Michigan Wolverines at little Aaron forever. How good is this Michigan football team right now? Zero sacks allowed, one penalty in the last two games. I think this team is capable of winning it all. It's not flashy, but they execute everything to the T. I mean, you said it. (laughs) That's how good I think they are. Stan at Dazed Confused 18. Where do you eat when traveling for away games? Are there specific restaurants or types of food that stick out in each city, campus, etc.? Kind of depends on just how I'm feeling, especially depending on my type of travel. If I'm driving, I might not. Like the last couple of times I've gotten like Chipotle, nothing like crazy. Um, I think I got it both the last, each of the last two road trips, to be honest. I like to look for a bespoke place on campus, but uh, I was staying in Omaha, so I didn't, in West Omaha, and there was nothing really around. So I just got DoorDash from Chipotle. Um I didn't really want to go out in Minnesota due to how poorly things went for me when I went out last time. I didn't, I went to like a little cool upscale bar tavern type place. The, the, when I went in 2020, so it all just kind of depends on where, um, I don't know that there's, there's a Mexican place. I'll definitely go back to when I go to Penn state, uh, in state college, which means I'd have to drive all the way on campus, but maybe I won't because I might not be staying nearly as close. I might end up staying in Pittsburgh and driving in the day of the game. Uh, but, um, I don't, I don't know that there are any, any of the places that have like a place that I've like continually gone to. I do like to go to an, you know, a non-chain if possible, but I can't recall 
there being any place that I've necessarily gone to twice, even in the places that I've gone to five times, like Indiana, or six times, however many times I've been to Indiana. Um, it's just kind of all depends on how I feel in the moment. Acrocray at Acrocraft 40. I miss listening to yours. I lost my headphones. We'll get some new headphones. It's easy. <laughs> get some cheap ones. Tyler Ray Amblin at Ty Ray Am. Does Penn State or Ohio State pose a bigger threat to us? I mean, it's probably Ohio State, but I, I, I still think Penn State. That's what Michigan has circled. I mean, it's still probably Ohio State. I mean, if they played right now, Ohio, I think Michigan would beat Ohio State way worse than Penn State. And it's going to be at home. I think I think Michigan would destroy Ohio State at the moment, but the game is doesn't happen for another seven weeks. Penn State, I think, is much more ready to deal with Michigan at the moment. Put it that way. Conan Dunovix at Dunovix. Hey, man, where in the heck is Alex Orgy? Well, he was injured for a little while, so he didn't come on the road trips, even though he's not on the, the sheet, I don't believe. Um... But uh, certainly, I'm sure he's uh, working his way back. Harry Dieters at Harry Dieters. Is it time to be concerned about Donovan Edwards? Playtime dropping, less targets. Mullings getting more uh, of pretty much every statistic. Would hate to see a guy like that transfer. Again, I'm not concerned with him transferring. He's maybe only missing. We can check real quick. And I can, you know, I could maybe be very wrong. What's his snap counts by week? I don't think it's that drastic. Right? I just don't. Because keep in mind, he's out there a lot as a receiver, and it might not necessarily be a ton. So it's not really, I mean, he had 37 snaps in week one, 26, 20, 21, 28, and 18. So he dropped a little bit last week, but, I mean, he had the second most snaps of, of, the, uh, of the season at Nebraska. So he had more than he did in week two, and you would have expected just because he didn't have the best game in the world in week one that he would that that wasn't going to mean that he was going to have this big deterrent you know drop off from there so no i'm not concerned about him transferring whatsoever michigan bread at t melon 615 yes if Roman wilson goes down to injury who would fill his shoes i don't know because that's i mean i guess you would look at samaj morgan as being you know kind of that guy to some degree but uh you know you would hope tyler morris steps up kind of probably closer to being a similar Similar guy. We're just, I just want to see the whole group raise up a little bit from where they're at, personally. Michigan 45-23 at Wolverine Wise. What are your thoughts on Ohio State and Penn State throughout uh, halfway through the year, and what are Michigan's advantages and areas of concern against both? Uh, my concerns is probably just playing their defense, less so against Penn State just because I've been assured Michigan has the secret sauce there. Um. I don't know that I have a ton of concerns at the moment about either. Penn State's offense concerns me more overall. When Travion Henderson is healthy, he concerns me. Chip Trandum concerns me. And Marvin Harrison Jr. concerns me. So, and I already talked about the rest. Big Felt at Felt Big. Why does Thug get punt return duties? Feels like he's a liability back there. I don't, I don't think it's quite that bad. I mean, he's had his moments, but people have tended to say that about just about anybody, even AJ Henning for a while, it was like he lets too many, too many balls go uncaught and whatever. But he, because he returned a couple here and there, people loved him. Finishing us out, Gary Klein at Klein Gary. Who who's the QB Michigan's trying to get out of the portal for next year? I don't know because it is not a for sure thing that JJ McCarthy is leaving. So you don't necessarily need to go and get a guy out of the portal. We'll find out. 
right, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will be back with a post game sometime either Saturday or Sunday. Almost certainly Saturday because it's an earlier game. So that's the plan. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace.